Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for High Velocity Radio. Welcome to the High Velocity Radio Show, where we celebrate top performers producing better results in less time. Stone Payton here with you this morning. You guys are in for a real treat. Please join me in welcoming to the broadcast consultant, author, and founder of Zero In, Mr. Dennis Geelan. How are you, man? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Stone. Yeah, delighted to have you on the show. Got a ton of questions, probably won't get to them all, but maybe a good place to start. Uh, Mission, purpose, what, what are you really out there trying to do for folks, man? Yeah, just really trying to pay forward what other people have done for me, I guess, to, 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 to wrap it up in a short little bow. So what what is the backstory? How in the world did you get on this this path and, and land in, in this line of work? Yeah, a um, bit of story here then. I, I, I spent over 20 plus years in the corporate world, um, always, you know, in, in pretty high profile senior leadership roles and, and uh, thought I, everything was playing out according to the script. Um <laughs> and then at the age of 43, for the first time in my life, I, I was laid off and threw me for a huge loop. Um, my initial reaction was I got to jump right back in, keep following the script, you know, the, the script of get get a, a post-secondary education, get a full-time job, get married, buy a house, and then put a little bit of money away till you're 65, right? Well, <laughs> I wasn't finished the script yet, so I was supposed to jump back in, but uh, with some great discussions with my wife and and just the interest in scratching my entrepreneurial itch i decided i'm, I'm going to take a year and bet on myself try and start my own consulting company and here i am 4 years later so so wasn't that a little bit i guess the best word is scary for both you and your wife for you to just jump off and try something that different from the established pattern it, yeah the only word I would change in your sentence there is a little bit. It was, it was really scary. Yeah. I mean, may, maybe not at first. At first, I think I was way too naive and way too prideful. Once I realized, oh boy, there's a bunch I don't know here. And this isn't going to be as easy as I thought it was. And I had to humble myself. That's when it became a little scary. And so as you got things going, I'm sure it wasn't all smooth sailing. Do you remember some of your early mistakes and what you what you feel like you learned from them? Oh, man, T tons of mistakes early on. Uh, well, the first one right off the bat was probably being prideful and naive and just thinking right. if I build it, they will come. Um, then once I started to get a much better understanding of branding and marketing, um, I, I started to realize, man, I have to niche down. I, I really just announced myself as a business consultant. And that doesn't appeal to anybody, right? What what business, <laughs> what industry, what problems do you solve for what types of companies? And at first, I just thought, well, I don't want to narrow myself down. I can do all kinds of different stuff. I've got all this experience, but I wasn't appealing to anybody. So I really had to pick a niche, narrow down and focus my branding and marketing on that. And that's when things really started to pick up. So probably that pride, that naive, and, and that lack of niching down were my were my biggest mistakes in the beginning. So yeah, describe your niche, if you would, because I really applaud your uh, 
your commitment to doing that, and I know a, a lot of small business people, solopreneurs are reluctant to niche down, yeah. but yeah, speak to that a little bit and describe your niche if you would. Yeah. I, I went through a few iterations, I would say, in the beginning with zero in. It was originally, hey, I could do leadership uh, or I could do project management or I could do uh, leading at your operations. And um, really what I landed on as my niche was I want to help medium-sized businesses create a better customer and employee experience. Um, but even then, when I said it like that, it wasn't appealing enough. Because A, there's a million other consultants that already do that. Now I sound just like them. So I ended up changing the way I say that um, to I help companies solve a difference. And that got the eyebrows up. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, you either have indifferent customers because you haven't created this great experience. You haven't created a, a brand that they love. Or you have indifferent employees. You, you haven't created a culture where people are passionate to come to work each day for your company. That's what I help you with. So once I figured out that niche and how to present that, that's when things really took off. And now would you describe yourself, your practice as a, as a solopreneur? Is that an accurate characterization? Yeah, I'm, I'm an independent solo consultant. I, I don't have any employees. Uh, there are times where I might partner with other consultants if I'm taking on a large engagement, but pretty much zero in as a one-person show. So does, does it get lonely or have you figured out a way to, to work through that? Yeah, I mean, in the beginning, it was very exciting to be building your own thing and betting on yourself and doing this all by yourself and wearing many hats. Um, and then once... I had started to figure things out, um, but I needed to get to the next level or I needed to bounce ideas off somebody. And then especially during the pandemic, it, it got really lonely. It's, then it became this, instead of it being this excitement of wearing all these hats and having all these, you know, ideas going through my head, it, it became this pressure of, I, I have all this on my own shoulders. So the loneliness definitely uh, can kick in at times. Well, I, I can hear it in your voice, and I know our listeners can as well. You you obviously have a, a, a passion, a real fervor for doing this kind of work. What what is the most rewarding? What what are you enjoying the most about the work at, at this point? It, it's really helping others. Um, when I'm working with a business client, every business has its own unique challenges. So bringing in a different perspective, maybe asking some questions they wouldn't have thought to ask, seeing the light bulbs go off and then and then leaving them with a roadmap a plan for here's how we're going to get from from a to b that's it's just so satisfying for me to see that um, after i'm done working with a client now you wrote a best-selling book the zero in formula some some time ago and now you've got a new one out called the accidental solopreneur yeah so was it uh were the experiences different from each other in 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 what was the, the experience like putting that book t- to together? Yeah, very different. Um, the first um, book there, The Zero In Formula, I wrote when the pandemic first happened. All of a sudden, I was given a bunch of time, a uh, bunch of freedom, you know, <laughs> a bunch of my consulting was put on hold because of this, you know, COVID-19. I decided I'm going to write a book. So I just took what I do with my um business clients and put it into the form of a book. So it's a nonfiction business book. Here's my formula. I do have some stories, some examples in there from clients I've worked with or other businesses around the world. Um, But it's a nonfiction book. 
this the next book, The Accidental Solopreneur, which uh, I, I just released, very different in a few ways. Hmm. Um, one, it's not a nonfiction book. This is a fictional parable. So I had to learn how to get good at writing fiction, developing characters, developing the story, creating some drama. Um, while still inside this book, I give all kinds of tips and strategies for, for solopreneurs. And, and that's the other thing that's different about this book. The, the zero in formula is meant for businesses and, and CEOs and business leaders. The accidental solopreneur was made for people like me who decided I want to bet on myself and do my own thing. If you want to be a solopreneur, here's a book for you. And you built an online course to complement the book. I, I, I'm operating under the impression that, yeah. that the two tools, the resources work together if, yes. if you do it properly. Yes. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah. So the, the book, as I mentioned, is, is a nonfiction parable. So it follows the story of a guy that leaves the corporate world and starts his own business. But I didn't want it to read like a textbook. Yes, there's strategies and there's tactics in there, but if you really want to dive deeper into this and how you might be able to do this yourself, that's where I decided on an online course would be a much better medium for that. So that's where I take them through a bunch of resources. I, I give them a workbook to work through. How do you find your niche? How do you package your services? How do you build an audience? What does that look like for you? And I really walk them through that in a bunch of videos. So how does the whole sales and marketing thing work for a guy like you, a, a practice like yours? Do you find yourself needing to go out there with some discipline and some rigor and some structure to sort of, I don't know, shake the trees or, or yeah. How does, how do you get the new business, man? Yeah. The, the biggest thing that's been successful for me is leveraging LinkedIn. I mean, huh. social media, just about everybody has it, but LinkedIn is the one that is specific for business. So I decided that's the one I'm going to double down on. I had to really learn what works on LinkedIn. Uh, how do I give away value so people see me as a credible expert? How do I show up consistently? How do I write so that people find my posts engaging and valuable and interesting? So I've really taken the time to learn that platform and grow my audience there. And that's been probably the biggest marketing um strategy that I've doubled down on uh, since I started zero in. So have you had the benefit of one or more mentors as this effort has unfolded for you? Yeah, several. Um, once I humbled myself and realized <laughs> I don't know everything, I need help. I started looking at, well, who are some successful people out there? So every time I'm doing something, I make a concerted effort to reach out to some people who've been there and done that people who have grown an audience on LinkedIn. I reach out to them and I, and I befriend them and I give value and I, and, you know, I try and learn as much from them. When I'm writing my books, I reach out to best-selling authors and you'd be surprised on how many authors, well-known authors are okay with having a zoom call and just, you know, dropping some knowledge on you. Uh, when I'm creating my online courses, I, I reach out to people that have done it. And, you know, I, I always want to put my own spin on it. I enjoy learning, but I don't want to reinvent the wheel. I, I want to learn, you know, the best practices from people who've been there. So tons of mentors I've been able to leverage over the years. I, I mentioned earlier your your energy, your, your obvious passion for, for the work. And in the same breath, I mean, I this is not my first rodeo. I know sometimes you got to run out of gas, man. You got to recharge. 
Mm-hmm. Where do you go? And I don't necessarily mean a physical place. Where, where right. do you go to get to get inspiration to sort of recharge those batteries? I, I love to read. So I'm always reading at least two to three books at a time. Oh my! Uh, I love, you know, fiction. I, I love to read a good John Grisham book, but I'm also wanting to read things that are uh, challenging me. So I'll read different fiction books. Some of them are business related and then some of them may be completely unrelated to business. Maybe it's a historical book or maybe it's an autobiography, but um, a, it just allows my mind to get away from my own business for a while, but it, it also injects new ideas, new perspectives, uh, and I find that very refreshing. So what's next for you, man? Where are you going to be really spending the bulk of your, your energy over the next, I don't know, six to, to 12 months? Anything really different yeah. or new? Well, since I released The Accidental Solopreneur, it's really taken off. I'm getting all kinds of people from around the world messaging me saying, wow, I felt like that was my story. Uh, This chapter really stood out to me. This felt like you were speaking about my life. Um, And then when they take the online course, it's, wow, I can do this too. So I've also started offering coaching calls where if they want to go even further and they just want to spend, you know, an hour with me and and we dissect their business idea or where they're stuck, that's really been taking off. Um, I wasn't sure that it would. I knew that there was a bit of a market here because people were always asking to pick my brain once they saw zero in taking off. But now I'm just kind of writing this out saying, well, how far can this go? Um, Will helping other solopreneurs actually take over more of my time than my business consulting? Uh, and if it does, I'm fine with that. I, I just love helping people. So just just really watching to see where this solopreneur coaching side of things goes for me over the next year. Okay, I'd love to leave our listeners with, with a couple of actionable, I, I'll call them pro tips, a couple of things that yeah. they ought to be thinking about, reading. And look, gang, the number one tip, reach out and talk with Dennis. <laughs> That's your number one t- tip or, t- or tap into the online course, get your hands on the book. But maybe a couple of things that we should be thinking about, reading, doing, not, not doing. Yeah, um, a couple of resources that have been very influential on me. If you want to go down the road of starting your own consulting business, like I did with Zero In, there's a great book by Patrick Lencioni called Getting Naked. Um, it's told in the form of a parable, but it's about this small consulting company that just gives, gives, gives. They're, they're, they give free advice, they give free value away, and that's what attracts customers to them, clients to them. And I really started adopting that uh, philosophy um, and it works. I mean, if somebody wants to book a call with me before we even decide it's going to be a paid engagement, I just start giving away advice. Immediately, they start seeing me as a credible expert Mm. and that's been huge. So Getting Naked by Patrick Lencioni is is great. Um, There's somebody I follow on LinkedIn, Twitter, and uh, subscribe to their newsletter. Her name is Caitlin Borgwin. She is the CEO of a company called Customer Camp, and she has a newsletter called Why We Buy. She is all about customer psychology. Why do customers choose certain things? Why why do they have these behaviors? What, What makes them want to purchase certain things or decide on this product versus that product? And the insights that she gives 
is just invaluable. And every newsletter I get from her, I'm like, man, I need to inject that back into my business. So why we buy has been a, a huge resource for me. And then on the solopreneur side of things, uh, Justin Welsh and his uh, newsletter, the Saturday Solopreneur has been very influential in, in my journey as well. I am so glad that I asked. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> okay, let's make sure that our listeners can reach out, have a conversation with, with you or, or whomever is appropriate. I want to make sure they can get their, their hands on, on this book and have easy access to this o- online course. So whatever you feel like is appropriate, LinkedIn, sure. you know, website. Well, I just want to make sure they can tap into your work, man. Yeah. Probably the best place for them to go then would just be my my personal website, dennisdelan.me. Um, there, there's links to the book. There's links to the online course. There's links to coaching calls. There's links to Zero In where they can see what I'm doing there. Um, or the other place people can connect with me directly is, is on LinkedIn. I, I love engaging with people there and um, just getting to know their story and, 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 and helping them any way that I can. Well, Dennis, it has been an absolute delight having you on the show this morning. Thank you for investing the time and the energy to share your perspective and and, and your expertise. This has been an informative and inspiring, marvelous way to to invest a, a Monday morning, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Stone. All right. Until next time, this is Stone Payton for our guest today, consultant, author, and founder of Zero In, Mr. Dennis Geelan and everyone here at the Business Radio X family saying we'll see you in the fast lane.